Come on down to Crazy Bob Kaplansky's used furniture warehouse. You can now support Crazy Bob by visiting us at patreon.com slash terrible warriors. Now you look like you're in the market for a new chair. Something that offers some nice back support, maybe isn't possessed or stained or burnt or broken up or rips into the space-time continuum into a parallel nether universe. It's happened. Yeah, you've got you've got that look in your eyes. I yeah, you're not here for furniture either. Are you, you're here? There. Okay. The the room's in the back. Just give it a knock. Tell him you didn't know who to call. That there's something weird in the neighborhood. Listen, I know you call them the Ghostbusters, but they're the terrible warriors. Welcome back, my friends, to Terrible Warriors. I am your ghost master, Mike the Birdman Dodd. We are brought to you today by the good folks at Nerdy Show. You might be asking, what the hell is that? Well, these guys are actually the people who gave me the newest edition of the Ghostbusters role-playing game, which includes updated equipment cards, updated uh, ghost, um, ghost dice, which is actually pretty nice and they actually printed certificates of completion for terrible warriors and even crazy bob himself i'm pretty sure has this framed or at least i gave it to him anyway <laughs> his very own paranormal investigation and elimination it looks pretty so cool, pretty man. i love it so anyway guys as i said i'm mike the birdman dodd from this week in geek.net but i'm joined with i'm Derek uh, bart from chasing the muse and i have not had a chance to get it framed yet sad face <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> Let me do my thing. I'm no, Tom. no, you can't do your thing. <laughs> I'm Tom. He is an evil no, genius. No, light, no, you're not. And I am playing Doug. No, you're not. <laughs> so mean. And I'm Tiffany Fonsolo Compton. So when now we would have had Cam done with us, but unfortunately, I think I just think Cam just had to work today. So yeah, he had yeah, a weird um, thing go on. Yeah. With the, the problem was that we'd originally scheduled the game for. Tuesday, but then uh, something came up, so we couldn't do Tuesday, and Cam had booked that day off. And by uh, Tuesday, we mean three weeks ago, and then slightly late. Oh, well, you know, when you book off shifts, you can't unbook them. Very true. Um, just Sorry, the nature of the beach. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, ruining the magic of our show here by uh, <laughs> doing no, all this no, behind I've the scenes about people having real jobs in the past. Mainly about you having a real job, Tom, when we were doing Star Wars. Yeah. Real jobs are lame. Real jobs are lame, but still... So how's, that, how's that teaching the Miro Luca about the Force going? <laughs> <laughs> which, which we actually did speak about this before the show started today. We should be returning to Embers of the Jedi, hopefully sometime soon, actually. Yes. It's true. Because I think Star Wars Rebels, by the time you guys hear this... Season three should be premiering, or, oh or will God. I premiere it soon? So oh Grand Admiral God. Thrawn, just saying. I'm a terrible Star Wars fan, and I haven't seen it yet. You are worse than Hitler. <clears throat> I know. You are space Hitler. What's yeah. this about Thrawn? He's canon. Going to be in season three. Of <gasps> Isn't there a character from Rebels that is going to be in Rogue One? Isn't it Forrest Whitaker's character? Uh, he was in the Clone Wars, but I think oh, he appears. In, but I think he will appear in Rebels at some point. Cool. I love so, when they do that shit. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. I know we got a bunch of stuff planned uh, for stuff. I'm working on Call of Cthulhu at some point. Uh, Buffy's an upcoming one as chosen by you, the fans, which actually yeah. beat out Mass Effect, which so surprised me. Yeah, man. So I'm I'm going because no one wants to see a return to the game where Connell Tiff and I just played sociopathic killers. <laughs> 
I don't know. I, I, you know I, what? That's bullshit. Because I want to see that again. Yeah, yeah. we want to go back to the game where we're currently being hunted by rogue elements of Solarian intelligence. <laughs> I loved how Connell was punching spaceships. Um, I loved how I was function. How my stupid, stupid fucking role made me a tank. One role on my character creation made me a tank. Who Ain't nobody touch you. Was that Connell's character? Wait. Did you punch the neck in the face and open yes. it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> our, our basic characterization for the group was that I was the guy with stupid high shields and dominate. Connell punched everything and you were an Asari. Yes, there you go. An <laughs> Asari like with weird sex appeal. Blue boobs. The blue boobs, which <laughs> only ever served to hurt you. Yeah, true. Well, no. I mean, there were some times where it helped. I, I, you did fail all the seduction rolls you attempted against that crime boss. That's true. That is true. He's like, ha, I'd rather screw no, it was, the Krogan. It was a her. It was another it was, no, it was a woman, and she was totally into it, and then she was like, yeah, no, fuck you. You're going to let me it, it, it was another Omni-Tool. I'm like, oh, It was okay. like, yeah. Yeah, I got that, my that's Omni not going to work on me. Whoops. <laughs> All right, so from when we last left off our Toronto-area Ghostbusters, uh, they had just saved... The basically the arena of the Air Canada Center from the slime farm basically going nuts. There were haunted bags of Doritos. There were there was a mysterious stranger had appeared up in the rafters. I caught the ghost of Maurice Richard. Maurice the <laughs> Rocket Richard has been captured, and they encountered a couple of kids who just happened to be up in master control, just kind of looking around so weird coincidences are all coming together the media immediately swarmed these guys saying what do you have to say did toronto know about this are you endangering the public and the toronto's mayors basically the office of the mayors told the toronto ghostbusters go home we'll cover it we'll have a news conference together tomorrow just go home and get off camera mm-hmm. so I really want to release the ghost of Maurice Richard into yes. Cops Coliseum in Hamilton. <clears throat> do you wish I to really do this before you to... go home? <laughs> uh, well, I'd like I, to get I, some, uh, some I, I, I'm really torn because there's a chance that if we let him out inside the offices, we'll now just have the ghost of Canada of one of Canada's most famous hockey mm-hmm. players haunting our offices. No, you should release this. That's a bad thing. You should release his soul into a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. Oh my god. That's that's how you get like like uh, this is Ghostbusters, not Mage Tom. I can't bind <laughs> souls to things. <laughs> you know that if you've been there for the Mage game, Tom. I, I was referencing a famous Canadian cartoon, but I'll let you guys Google it yourselves. Wait, what? Okay, yeah, that that demands some Googling later on. <laughs> we just it, it's not about ghosts. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, <laughs> so Tiffany and Phil take back Ecto-1 back to Hamilton. Phil seems kind of like... Wait, isn't I, it Ecto-6 at this point? Well, After we kind of lost Ecto-1? Every place gets their own. It, it's kind of just... It's how the naming conventions typically work out. So technically you're driving Ecto-1A. Well, your version of Ecto-1A? No. The, I, I've re-listened to our... Okay. <laughs> okay, so what is it? Pad. Ecto-1 through 5 with the Hamilton Ghostbusters because we've been in continuous operation um, okay. since Ghostbusters 2. Um, and that we'd gotten to Ecto-5 at that point, which was the haunted ice cream truck. Okay, so this is Ecto-6 then? 
Yes, continuity. <laughs> All right, then. So Ecto-6 heads back to Hamilton with Phil and, and uh, Agnes. Agnes. And uh, Phil just is just kind of quiet on his way home. Doesn't seems per- particularly embarrassed. He got his ass kicked by <laughs> snacks. <laughs> and just, Doritos are powerful. He's just mumbling the whole time about, see, this is what happens when I don't eat Ruffles. Um, <laughs> Doug is just staring blankly ahead. <laughs> I, now that reminds me, who went home with who? Did Bob? Did you take Doug back with you? Are you going back to the office to dump off the traps, or what? Yes, is your plan? we're going back to the office to dump off the traps. <clears throat> All right, so you guys go home via. The QEW and the ride home is relatively uneventful. It is all over talk radio right now. Uh, Toronto's AM 640 is talking about you on their after hour show. The Fan 590 is talking about you guys saying, what the hell was that ghost at the ACC? What's going on? People are calling in. They're blaming the mayor's office. They're blaming you guys. They're supposed to keep us safe from this sort of thing. What's we did going keep them on? safe from that sort of thing. Well, it's yeah. sort of like keeping a nuclear bomb basically next to a preschool. That's what a lot of people are comparing it to. Sure, it, sure, it's under lock and key and it's under guard, but you probably shouldn't keep the nuclear bomb next to the kids. So sure. a lot of people are, are mad. that they, they feel like you guys let them down. A lot of people just like a summon to blame. Well, I feel like they let us down. <laughs> so you arrive. So you arrive back at Crazy Bob's uh, used furniture store and reupholstery service. Used furniture where uh, Emporium and reupholstery service. Mm-hmm. So you arrive there. You notice the crazy Barton Street. Um, I'm not going to say hoodlums, but decorum that tend to hang around at this time of night in Hamilton, which would be there's the friendly yet sketchy pimp. There's the coked out hooker and the one guy who keeps shouting about tinfoil trying to eat his brain. You're not sure whether he's crazy or secretly right, but you don't want to admit it. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he seems like a like a nice guy. He will occasionally throw cheese sandwiches at Crazy Bob's window, but he always cleans them up by six o'clock the following day. In Hamilton, that's the best you're gonna get. Yep, <laughs> exactly. All right, so Bob and Doug, you guys walk into the <laughs> office. The bucket is just trying to clean up the place. You notice the bucket is literally using itself to basically spit shine the floor, so to speak. Um, so there's a can't get over the fact that we're two Canadians called Bob and Doug. I was just about to say that. Tom. Oh dear God! That Literally just occurred just about to, to me. Say that. Really, I I swear I referenced this in the last game. Maybe I was too subtle. <laughs> no, I don't know. You did not. <laughs> it was just so great the way that Mike said Bob and Doug, and then I'm like, oh my God, yeah. Mackenzie. So yeah. where do you keep the containment unit in your particular place, there, Bob? In the basement. All right, so you Where walk the hell out. else would we keep it? <clears throat> On the next, roof. next to the vending machine? I don't know. Next. <laughs> yeah, that seems safe, Mike. Yep. Well, Chad may not accidentally shut it off. You don't know that. Um, uh, boss, do I get a locker? Yes. Okay. Okay, so. Um, Doritos in there? <laughs> I'm going to put the bag of Doritos in the locker and just leave it there. <laughs> All right, so you do as such. Bob, you go up to the machine, you dump the, the uh, traps. Can you give me a brains roll, please? Okay. Um, 
G give me a moment. I appear to have accidentally navigated away from the Roll20 page. Not a problem. Uh, after we spend... back on. Well, I can totally... Yeah, our, our, our Roll20 page, someone at some point just wrote a giant gonk in the middle of it. <laughs> that is a reference to our Star Wars campaign. If you haven't watched that, you need to... Or listen to that, you need to listen to it right now. Um, Ten episodes plus, guys. Does my uh, does my special my brain specialty in accounting come into play here? Actually, yes. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy uh, shit! All right. Fourteen. Okay, so you figure that your containment unit's actually starting to get surprisingly full, so you're gonna have to flush this thing sooner or later. Which means Wait, you're gonna you do that. You have to flush it about every five to ten years, but you have to contact New York, and they send out a technician. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! So you'll have to give them a call, but uh, do Fine, that first thing tomorrow. I will tomorrow. give them a call. <laughs> right. I know who I'm gonna call with this one. Are you gonna call them right now, or call them in the morning? Wait, what time is right now? Probably about two or three more. Yeah. Come on, Derek. Who are you gonna call? <laughs> <laughs> My hope is an express cameo from Egon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you'll have to call them first thing in the morning to have them send out someone to come flush it. But uh, yeah, so other than that, you guys both go home, both go your separate ways, and you wake up to everyone's phone ringing off the hook from a variety of news media. Um, Us? Actually, that's surprising. Actually, they actually, Doug, they somehow managed to find out your information considering you've been hired less than like a day. <laughs> so they're harassing you and asking you all sorts of questions. So I guess everybody make me a cool role and uh, I want to know who gets the lowest result. Okay. Can cool I, is my uh, highest stat. I can't use my charm in this, can I? Yes, actually. Can I use um, my... Can I can use I my use naive my, term? Can yes. I use my con artist? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> 24. Oh, holy crap. Holy crap, Tom. What the hell? <laughs> Nothing phases Doug. That's his thing. Your cool is five? Yeah. And I get three extra if it yeah. relates in any way to my weird naive my, my term. My cool is five as well. Now, I'm going to say, Tom, you rolled a ghost. Because um, you got a one. Oh, I thought it was six as a ghost. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, so, yeah. We just established that six was a ghost. Okay. So, all right. So, there so, are no ghost rolls. Okay. So, uh, the person who got the lowest roll was Agnes. Wait. <laughs> Crazy Bob. Not by no, much. Bob. Oh, no. Oh, oh, sorry. No, Agnes got a 21. I got yeah, a 14. <clears throat> okay. So. No, Agnes got the lowest roll. Okay. So, Agnes. Oh, oh, oh. Because <laughs> you re-rolled it because it was the wrong dice. Or? No, because I made one roll up top there for figuring out the containment grid was almost. Ah, uh, yes. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys are the memories of goldfish. <laughs> sorry, what? Okay. All right. So. What were you saying? Okay. So what? So what happens next? As Agnes, as you're preparing to go into the office before everybody kind of meets up for the day to go ahead to try together, you are ambushed outside your apartment by City News. All right. What are you going to say? They've got a microphone stuck in your face. They're like, can you explain to us exactly what the hell happened last night? Why were the Ghostbusters in the city of Toronto growing slime underneath 
the very feet of the Toronto Maple Leafs or organization. Can you okay. can you care to explain why that was happening in our town? Agnes just kind of looks um, at all the cameras, and of course, you know she's absolutely happy to be surrounded by all the cameras because she freaking loves the fame. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it's clear on her face that she is in no friggin' mood for this. So she looks at them all and said, "Well, I could explain, but I'm not going to," and walks clear out of the mob and walks towards her car. Uh, she's clearly not, she doesn't care what the kind of backlash this will, this will take. All right. Thing, so, so as you head towards <laughs> your car, you hear the reporter say, well, I guess no other actions or words are really no longer seen. The Ghostbusters seem to fully accept responsibility for endangering the lives of Toronto citizens. Back to you at the news desk. She's going to be in so much shit. <laughs> so switching scenes, Crazy Bob, you just watch this unfold in the store's TVs. Oh, oh okay. So um, Crazy Bob, uh, uh, as the thing is going, um, his mouth is just slowly opening in this mute look of horror. Um, <laughs> as she says, it's like no comment and walks away. Um, his hand opens up reflexively in slow motion. His glass of orange juice falls, <laughs> falls, falls, hits the floor, bounces because it's made of plastic, <laughs> spills orange juice everywhere. Um, the the spoon of cornflakes he has in his other hand is just slowly draining the milk out of it. It's so dramatic. I also, <laughs> I'd also love to point out that as the camera pulled away from Tiffany, on the back of your Ghostbusters uniform is the store's logo. <laughs> they know where you are now. Oh, I, mean, oh, I, I just, just I just made this so bad. I'm so excited. And, and the spoon is slowly turning, and it's just dumping this thing of cornflakes down his down the front of his shirt. <laughs> and, and this this high pitched noise is coming out of him. <laughs> <laughs> He's still making the noise the next time you see him. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so after about ten minutes. Agnes strolls through the door. door. <laughs> you broke Bob. <laughs> okay, so she's walking through the door now? Yep, and Doug, okay. you have... <clears throat> and then Doug, you happen to walk in very quietly, casually behind them. <laughs> I've got the, the bag of Doritos in my hand, and I've dr have drawn a smiley on it by this point. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and it's like my friend. <laughs> is the bag moving around, or is it just completely... Uh, no, it does move. It does. It does occasionally crinkle. Nice. Oh my God. So this is my uh, is my mascot. It's my sidekick. Okay. <clears throat> so. All right. Well, I'm walking in, and I guess uh, Agnes sees Bob and hears the noise he's making. I hope you two are pleased with yourselves. The bus. <laughs> Agnes is here. <clears throat> so. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she just walked in, bus. Okay, well, Agnes looks at Bob, puts her hands on her hips and say, says, uh, what would you have me do? Try to explain every single facet of this to them? They're not going to believe you. Yes! They might. They <laughs> might. Them. Tell them things that aren't true. <clears throat> have you tried lying to people lately, Agnes? Uh, not lately, no. 
And quite I frankly, find it's a very effective method of doing business. You well, that, them it was I'm not guess. even surprised to hear that from you, Bob, to be honest with you. Ruined! I'm ruined! I, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> okay, no, sorry. We, I will can, apologize for what I just did, but I'm not going to apologize for the way I did it. We can say it was Swamp Guess. Yeah, exactly. If Traffic anyone asks questions, balloon. tell them no comment. Contact the store. Contact the franchise. Let Spengler deal with it. I'll be honest, boss. I uh, I drank a lot when I went home last night, so I'm kind of hungover, and that's that's why my response was so abrupt. So uh, yeah, I'll I'll keep that in mind for next time. Speaking of speaking of the store's messages, you look at your answering machine. You have 937 messages, all marked urgent. Oh, Wait a minute. Jesus. Where's our Where's our receptionist? Is he just not here? <laughs> Chad is asleep under his he's, desk. He's, he's, <laughs> he's OD'd on muscle powder. <laughs> asleep in this ever-growing dude of muscle powder. Just ho- holding a protein shake in one hand. He's just like, guys, just... <laughs> it's Sunday. When he wakes Go up, he'll be able to lift that desk. Oh, probably. <laughs> he'll wear it kind of like a turtle shell. Um... <laughs> It's his new home. <laughs> He's like a hermit crab. Um, but yeah, so Chad's just like under his desk. He's got like a, a pillow and blanket under there. He's like, guys, just shh. Just chill out. Um, you notice you have several calls from New York as well. The story has now gone international and gone viral. Of course it has. Let's see what New York has to say. All I'm right. going to guess it involves the words, you're fired. All right, so you get uh, you dial through your like phone system because it's ancient and whatnot. Yeah. <clears throat> you get a call from New York. It's uh, one of the newer receptionists, a guy named Kevin. <laughs> um, he's like, um, yeah. No, no. Do the accent. Do uh, the accent. He's like, hi, hello. Um, yeah, we're looking. Bob, um, trouble. You're probably in it. You should probably call us. Um, oh yeah, um, there's a delivery. Um, don't let it near food. Anyway, uh, we'll we'll uh, talk to you soon. Bye. Oh shit. <laughs> huh. where, where is this delivery? <laughs> I want to know that. The delivery is not yet showing up yet. You assume it'll probably show up on Monday with, with Kevin, like FedEx. He doesn't exactly <clears throat> have the best relationship with time, space, or reality. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. So, um, so as you guys pile, are, are you guys going to head to? Are you guys going to head to City Hall? You also have messages from the city as well. I guess there's a press conference that has to be had. Right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, so, we got told to call New York. We're calling New York first yes, yes. to get our stories straight. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. So you call New York. It rings through. Uh, the receptionist picks picks up. He's like, "Hello, Ghostbusters." This is crazy Bob Kaplansky. Oh, yes. The, uh, let me see here. The screw up. Yes, yes. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, put me through. All right. Uh, hold on. Um, shit. Um, ah, all right. This button looks good. Does he hang up on me? About seven times, but eventually it goes through. <laughs> and you get. This is Stance. Hi, Ray. How's it going? Ah, 
Mr. Kaplansky. Not a good morning to have stock in Ghostbusters International, let me tell you that much. But I am well, thank you for asking. Um, uh, I can definitely tell you that my associate here was not cleared to speak to the press. We kind of gathered that. Yeah, they uh, ambushed me outside of my apartment that, that she can she can be heard over the phone yelling in the background. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure what kind of operation you're running over there. Uh, in you know exactly what kind of operation we're running over here. Yeah, out of a furniture store. Um, first off, when your employee can basically be, can basically be considered a fire hazard because they're that hungover, don't let them talk to the press. I didn't mean, have a choice. Why didn't? Why? How do they know where I lived? She's she again yells over the phone. It's the twenty first century, man. You probably have Facebook. Um, <laughs> he's like, I, look, I have Facebook. <laughs> Things are bad, but we've got our PR department role. We got our PR department people working on it. We have Roland's going to be working on some stuff today, draft up some stuff. Um, and Eduardo will have something to your till to your probably probably your legal department tomorrow. He gave PR work to Eduardo. Really? Well. Really? <laughs> this is who we're trusting with the future of our business here, Eduardo. <laughs> you like, know what? That's a completely a character too. <laughs> Bob's met Eduardo. Um, but Ray goes on to say, "Look, it's not as bad as we think it is, but we're having to answer a lot of questions here in New York about you guys. But hopefully, we can keep a lot of the heat minimalized." Just when, whenever you go down to, 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 to City Hall. Completely clear, Ray. This was sabotage. What do you mean? There was a guy in the rafters with some kind of device. He was making the slime go crazy. Did you get a reading on it? No, I was a little bit busy saving everybody else. Did anybody? After the ghost of, of Maurice Richard. Did anybody? Yeah, also, I got the ghost of Maurice Richard. Do we have a procedure for this kind of thing? <laughs> he's like, he's like, actually, I'm glad you asked. Um, he's like, all right, hold on. Venkman wrote these like 10 years ago. He's like, what, all right. Get the ghost of a famous person. Yes, there's actually. Okay, well, first off, we don't want to get sued. So um, first things first, was he hostile? Was he hostile? You tell me. If you t- I mean, a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't. I bad. mean, he's from Quebec. Oh, so he's French. Okay, so that's a get out of jail free card. <laughs> um, there's a whole other subsection. <laughs> he's like, all right, then. So tell you what, um, you're going to quietly release him, quote unquote, back into the wild. Um, and we're going to hope the estate doesn't sue us. But I don't think it's public knowledge that we caught him. And ghost rights are still. Oh, no, I can almost guarantee that it's on camera. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, You know, got it in the goal, too. (sighs) You know what? That's Eduardo's problem. Not mine. Um, (laughs) We'll dust off those regulations tomorrow. Okay. so Ray's like, um, did anybody get any sort of readings off of anything? Did we? I can't I remember. I don't remember either, actually. We, to be fair, we recorded the last episode like a month ago. Yeah. I Tell you what, I if ev- everybody give me a brains roll. 
Okay. Sure. Okay. If anybody rolls above a 20, someone got something. I can guarantee you that's not going to happen. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, look, I got a 12. <laughs> I got a three two. dice. <laughs> wow. Dear God, Tom. <laughs> Way to go, Brainiac. Um, <laughs> We're all smart. I, I remember there was Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Doug. Raises Doritos? Don't never ask. Mind, never mind. Just, just never mind. Don't ask. There's like one of those don't Doritos. Ask, don't tell Doug. Thingies. Moving on. Doug. Made, made of He's like, all right, well, at least I've got some good good news for you. We're going to be sending uh, some new equipment over to you guys probably tomorrow. It is being overnighted tonight. Um, and from what we can tell, we think your ecto containment grid's probably getting kind of full too. Yes, it is. So we're going to be sending Dr. Holtzman over and, uh, she should be flushing your grid and giving you instructions on your new gear. She sounds new. Uh, very new. She heads up sort of, they're like the night crew, so to speak, of, around here. They t- take care of lower Manhattan. We take care of the upper half. Since he, you hear him kind of groan as he moves around in his chair. Since I'm not moving so good anymore, but uh, they're 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 a bunch of new girls, good people. I'm irrationally afraid of new things. Is, is, is they challenge hot? all my preconceptions. Is, is she hot? I'm not at liberty to answer that question. No things we're learning about Agnes today. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say I wouldn't, uh, let's just say her type is prototype. That's mm, all I really okay. know about her. Stuff tends to blow up around her. Oh. So, yeah, be careful with the new gear and, oh, God, don't get seen on camera using it. But I can tell you this, exciting stuff, though. This makes our new, these things, they're not as energy energy efficient as our proton packs, but these things pack a punch. These things can rip apart anything below a class four. No problem. I'm really excited to actually get these things in, in, into the field to more franchisees. The reason we're charging it with you guys is, well, your activity is kind of picking up a little bit, and it's probably safe to field test it up there. Besides, it's Canada. Your rules on the paranormal are rather lax at the current time, so... They let me have four unlicensed nuclear accelerators in my basement. That's why I love the the municipality of Hamilton. They just seem to let us get away with just so much. (laughs) If they knew the older containment, I'm boring you with just the uh, details, Bob. But don't worry. We'll have Holtzman there first first thing in the morning. Roland will be in contact with legal, and Eduardo will send over a PR statement. But when you go to meet... With the mayor's office today, cooperate, cooperate, cooperate. If we've learned anything under Lenny here in New York, the more you cooperate, the happier they are. They get reelected. It tends not to piss people off. So, I guess I better go get 3,000 cups of coffee. And Agnes goes and walks, walks away to get some coffee. He's like, all right, so um, if you need anything else, you know where we are. And uh, good luck there, Bob. You certainly got a situation. <laughs> and with that that's what Ray my ha- rabbi says to be every Saturday <laughs> <laughs> and with that Ray hangs up the phone okay so you guys drive Ecto 6 into Toronto proper and you come down to Toronto City Hall the media circus will be putting this lightly this would be one of the first large scale paranormal events seen 
in Canada since obviously the North Bay incident, but this was obviously the most televised. So you've got news crews from the states. You got news crews from overseas. Oh yeah, because when we were attacked by a giant haunted gingerbread man, we just had the Ghost Adventures crew with us. Exactly, and a lot of people are like, "Ooh!" And they were basically just sitting in the back of an ice cream truck, shitting themselves with fear. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm remembering now. So a lot of people are asking questions. The second the second you step out of Ecto Six, immediately just. Questions, questions, reporters shoving microphones in your face. Everybody roll me cool. Highest roll gets you through the crowd. Okay. Can my con artist come into play here? Yes. Okay, so cool. Since I have charm, I have 27. Cool. So can I, so I do 66 if I have charm? Yes. Okay. Thank you. And uh, same for me? Yep. No ghosts on Derek's roll. Uh, oh, yeah. Good. Okay. All right. Oh, I got a ghost in mine, but oh, I shit, rolled You guys both <laughs> I got, a 20, I, I got a non-ghost at 27, though. Okay, so ghost just means you still succeed, but a complication happens. Right, Tom? Right. So he just trips over one of the stairs. So basically, <laughs> one, of the, one of the reporters manages to catch you for just a second where it's just you by yourself. Okay. And he manages to slip in one question. What exactly are we dealing with here? Uh, okay, see, like, when, uh, when people die... Um, all that's left is their consciousness, and it kind of, it's like if they have something that they mean to do, they have unfinished business, and they get kind of stuck in a loop. What, and what? it's kind of like, um, and it, it has been proven that consciousness can have um, a microscopic effect on the things around you. And so uh, over time, as please, if you have any other consciousness, if you have any other questions, please contact our attorney Eduardo develops, Rivera in New York City. Um, <laughs> and he just shoves and get, a business card into a loop. Grabs Doug by the grabs <laughs> Doug by the, by the scruff of his neck and hauls him along with them. Literally, as we're walking along. Uh, Bob is practically throwing business cards into the crowd that are all just for uh, contacting Eduardo. Yeah, they're just whipping them behind and they're flying up into the air. Um, now, just out of curiosity, are you wearing your gear and uniforms? Or are you dressed business? Um, business, but business for crazy Bob is like plaid tweed jackets. Flannel. That are flannel, uh, flannel jackets. <laughs> That are obviously like half a size too big or half a size too small. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So um, no one's yeah, wearing so their kind of uniforms? Yeah. No. no. Nobody's <clears throat> okay, fair enough. All right. So you guys come in through the front office of City Hall. You meet Deputy Mayor Norm Kelly. He's like, All right, guys, follow me. He leads you up into the mayor's office. Once again, reporters swarming you the entire way. You have probably thrown out probably about 2,000 or so business cards by this point. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, your pockets seem to be bags of holdings. You're literally just throwing boxes <laughs> at them. <laughs> All right, so you come into the office, and you come face-to-face -face with Mayor John Tory, And he's like, well, ladies and gentlemen, hell of a Sunday morning, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> he's like, just really silence from the newsroom. <laughs> he's like, okay, so I just got out of council chambers probably about 10 minutes ago. Luckily, this was in camera, and I get to make the announcement. And for the next 30 days, I'm out of power. What? what? Yeah. So I want you to meet my replacement 
as chosen by Toronto City Council. You see a woman come out from uh, a separate room. She's dressed all in black, very sharp, very sharp dress, that no-nonsense haircut, those, like, kind of cat-eye glasses with the very sharp edges. Um, she introduces herself as Paige, Paige, Paige Robertson from Ward 4. And she's like, I will be assuming the mayor's duties for about the next 30 days or so with my own staff. So um, you ghostbusters. So she is not the deputy mayor. No, basically, it has been decided council. Anybody who instilled the ghostbusters is to be taken out of power temp- temporarily until Whoa. an investigation until an investigation can be thoroughly completed. Wait, oh, so Ford could get away with smoking crack in office. <laughs> You'll notice a lot of things have changed around Toronto City Hall. And li- Bob should be saying, you should be saying this in Bob's voice. <laughs> Let me get this straight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not to speak ill of the dead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Does anybody want to try to stop him? Every, okay, yes. every just, great sentence. Behind Bob. Just kind of puts her hands because she's taller than him. Puts her hands on his shoulders and says, "Just, just don't, don't." Oh, hold on, don't. There has never been a sentence that hasn't been great that starts with the words, "Not well, to speak to ill speak of the dead." <laughs> Let me get this straight. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Yes. All right. So wait. Uh, who are you again? Sorry, you, Paige Robertson. But what is your word uh, for? Okay. So let's just say I ran against Mr. Tory and unfortunately lost. Oh. In the last election, but uh, I have the voices of the people and the TTC behind me. So please, ma'am, shut up. <laughs> you, Mr. Kaplansky. Now, Hi. because we're dealing with a threat of a very unusual origin, I have little choice but to involve your little group in our investigations. I will need every single record of every dealing you've ever had with the city of Toronto. And you, more or less, are responsible for keeping this city from tearing itself apart paranormally. If you believe in such things, which... uh, I don't even know what to say what the hell I saw last night. Weird is that I I can say that. What you saw was numerous Class 4 free-floating full-torso apparitions. Right. <laughs> Incidentally, and he reaches, he's got a satchel with him, like a legal satchel. And he reaches into it and he takes out a like 40 page contract. Unfortunately, I was reading through a regular contract with the city of Toronto this morning. And it seems that it was entirely signed by Mayor Tory. Hmm. <laughs> She looks at you, looks up and down. She goes, look, freak show. I just need you and your little band of clowns put on a circus show, keep people happy, and this goes away after 30 days. And he, she looks directly at Tori and Norm Kelly and goes, and if I have my way after 30 days, you boys will be sitting on a golf course together. Or on the unemployment line. Either way, your office will be my office. Mike? Yes. I'm rolling con artist. Okay. I'm going to spend three brownie points. how democracy works. (laughs) 
Let, let's see if I can con her into giving us a bigger fee for this. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm sending three brownie points. Okay. Three, well. 36. She's like, so you want us to pay you more for putting the city in danger. Well, I suppose it yes. takes money to make money. All right, fine. What else do you need, Mr. Kaplansky? Bob rattles off some figures uh, <laughs> that will result in us actually making a tidy profit that will cover up the loss that we take off of the slime. She's like, all right, fine. I have a counteroffer for you. You're going to go through every paranormal investigation you've ever done in this city. But you're going to do that today in our archives downstairs. But other than that, I, I don't have a problem with it. So have I'm yourselves. So, I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely sure if I succeeded at this role. She's <laughs> like, make yourselves comfortable. I'll make sure to send someone with coffee and donuts at some point next week. Anyway, have yourselves a pleasant day. And you may refer to me as the mayor from here on out. Ooh. She walks out. Norm and John Tory look at each other and go as well. I guess we got time to catch up on Netflix. Your place? Your place. <laughs> Wait, are, 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 are Norm Kelly the mayor who to have Netflix and chill? <laughs> no, they're just buddies, man. Yeah, they're, they're just buddies. They're like, are, are I don't want to go home. Norm like, Kelly, John Tory, slash yes, picking this game now. I'm not gaying up Toronto's mayor. <laughs> no, they're just like, well, I'm bored now. Let's just go, let's go watch Netflix. <laughs> Which is sort of really Agnes sadly. Like, I like. I have excellent gaydar. That is all I'm gonna say. John Tory is gonna go home and watch nothing but Rick and Morty for the next thirty days. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they all walk out. All the reporters more or less leave, and more or less Toronto City Hall is left to you and a couple of staffers, and uh, that's pretty much about it. Unless we better get to work. So it's Sunday afternoon. Like I said, there's maybe five people left in the building the day goes on you guys go down to the archives it is the most disorganized room you can imagine uh now bob this is where you come in how long have you held a rep uh working relationship with the city of toronto when was the nipissing thing would have been about three or four years ago give or take probably about two years okay how how busy would you say the franchise has been in Toronto, yeah, we're fucked. All right, so... <laughs> like I said, I'm not even sure if I succeeded at that role. I know I didn't roll a ghost, and you... I know that if I'd rolled a ghost, things would have apparently got even worse for us. All right, so you start looking at invoices. You do see a lot of it's really simple poltergeist oh, activity. I did get a signature from her. She did sign off on that uh, yes, public you, contract. You are getting a lot of extra money. Wonderful. She sees it as her first campaign expense. Um, you notice a lot of these invoices are written by Chad, which means they're often written in really crappy pencil with a lot of with a lot of pieces missing and spelling mistakes and spelling mistakes. So, everybody, roll me three brains rolls. <laughs> okay, does does my accounting uh, come into play at all? On one of them. What about now? I I rolled a one, a three, and a ghost. 
Okay, Tom, oh, you shit. managed oh. to spill coffee across a chunk of the invoices. Okay. Fortunately, not all of them were important. <laughs> not all of them. Okay, let's start. Um, I, I have a 21 and 11 and a 7. 21 and 11 and a 7. Okay, so you start to notice that after the slime farms went in at the AZC, paranormal activity did pick up around the city. Basically, right now, you're looking for patterns as to why this happened. Um, you did try other other slime farm locate basically places in Toronto that generate a lot of really goodwill for the city. Um, a lot of these ideas were bounced off of Mayor Tory as well. So there was a collaboration between your office and theirs. So unfortunately, there is... What's the word I'm looking for here? Discrepancy? A, con- a connection? There is a connection. However, though, there doesn't seem to be any ill will. Any safety forms, whenever you did one of these, you always had New York run a background safety check against the psychokinetic energy that was already there. Basically, would something like the ACC have happened if the background energy was higher or lower than what's the normal energy of the area, so to speak? Basically, is something already there? Yeah, but we know that someone that someone or something caused what happened at the ACC. Yeah. It was unrelated to us in the slime farm. Yeah, basically, you need to prove that to the city. Okay, that- I'm calling it ahead of time. Either the new mayor... Or Norm Kelly is the villain of this. <laughs> All right, so you do as such. You also, um, you also uh, get a phone call from um, from Phil. Uh, Phil is like Who's Bob. Phil, Phil is uh, Cam's character. Cam's character. Oh right, yeah. Um, Phil, uh, boss. I um, I got a woman here yelling at me. Uh, saying she's the mayor of Toronto. Oh crap! What the hell do you want me to do? Uh, You're in Hamilton. Yeah, I'm still at the office. And the mayor of Toronto showed up. Yeah. What does she want? She says she wants to see things. She wants records and papers, and she won't stop yelling. (laughs) She's really scary. Can I just shoot her with the slime blower to calm her down? Yes. No. Give her the card. Tell her to contact Eduardo. But she's she keeps insisting I'm the mayor. I can do what I want. Not <laughs> when she's in Hamilton. Okay. I don't think that's going to matter, Bob. <clears throat> she seems like she's on a power trip. So just so I'm clear, Stall I can't her for 45 her. minutes. And I can't hose her, right? Introduce her to Chad. <laughs> that I can do. We're on our way. All right. So as you do that, um, you notice uh, at the far end of the table where basically you guys are working in like a huge room that you've got all your invoices stacked out on the table. One of the invoices, the one of the invoice stacks just falls right the hell over at the far end of the room, oh, scattering papers absolutely everywhere. Um... Doug, I want you to roll me a brains. <laughs> okay. Does the science skill come into play at all? Yeah, actually. Oh, okay. Then let me uh, 
Tom built the stupidest fucking character possible. He has one <laughs> brains, but a degree in ast was it physics, astrophysics, quantum physics, something like that. Just so uh, general physics. So he gets three extra dice, bringing him up to the intelligence of a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> well, above average. Um, Slightly above average. So, Doug, you've been just kind of sitting there looking at that pile of papers. <laughs> and not you, difficult for Doug. You've been thinking about there's, there's nothing that should have made those papers fall over. Nothing <laughs> external should have made that happen. <laughs> I'm going to consult Chippy. <laughs> you consult Chippy. You can almost feel if the bag could be pointing left, it would be. Bus. <laughs> Why? Am I alone in this room? Or <laughs> Okay. I think I can say definitively by the fact that you just asked that question that no, you are not alone in this room, dog. <laughs> that was out of character. but <laughs> Doesn't matter. It works. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, these papers fell over on their own, and uh, Chippy says that something is weird. <laughs> so as you go down, uh, I'm presuming you're going to go stand up and go down see where where they fell, right? Oh, me or Bob? Anybody? <laughs> is anybody going to go check? I, I, I reported it to Bob. My job is done. <laughs> 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 All right. Is anybody going to go check it out or? I'll go check it out. Okay. All right. So, all right. Now, so, you, so you get up from your seat. You walk down towards the end of the table. Um, you feel a slight breeze on the floor. Mm-hmm. Almost as if like, like air conditioning or something is coming from somewhere, but you don't see anything obvious. Hmm. Um, you roll me brains. Right. Uh, which Do you, you can't point at us. We're on the internet. Uh, Pardon? Does my occult come into play? Uh, yeah, actually. We'll say. 17. Okay. You kind of wonder if that was poltergeist activity. Okay. So you kind of look around, and just as you're turning your head to look back at uh, Bob and Doug, you notice a slight sliver of light coming through what appears to be two bookshelves. Um, so you walk over to it, you kind of feel there, you can feel air escaping between the two bookshelves, like there's something behind it. Okay, I'm gonna walk up to it. Okay, so you, alright, roll me brains again, but your occult does not come in the play. Okay. 19. And you got got a a ghost. ghost. I got a ghost, though. Okay, so you feel along the, uh, the thing, you start to pull on the shelf, the shelf falls over onto you. Oh, great. Covering you in books. But you notice there's a hidden door behind there. Okay. Um, so once I get cleared of books. Once you get cleared uh, of books and t- <laughs> tax forms in the year 1999. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think I'm going to call out for, for uh, Bob and Doug because I don't want to go in this alone just in case something happens. Bob, Doug, you guys better get over here right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, as you approach uh, Agnes's character, you help you help her up off the floor. You notice she's discovered what appears to be an older style wooden door hidden behind a like bookshelf. Does it say "Do not open till doomsday"? It's 
doesn't say anything. It's just it's just a heavy old style wooden door. I take out a PKE meter. Off, way, um, off the, the charts, screaming. <laughs> oh man! Like, like if there were, if, the, if this thing could be bearing the needle, it is. Okay. okay, I feel perfectly safe in what I'm about to do. I open the door. All right, you open the door. <laughs> the door opens up into a slightly larger room than the one you're into, and I basically want you to picture the stereotypical wizard's library so to speak like there's tons of books there's candles there's weird objects everywhere oh my god we we found my mage the awakening larp pc's (laughs) sanctum from last chronicle (laughs) it too was under city hall oh my god complete coincidence (laughs) well i don't know Are, are we about to meet up with a weird police wizard no. Okay. Can I, can Doug I, just, um, <laughs> Doug can I just mindlessly walks in. <laughs> can I roll like uh, a cult? Doug's our, Doug's our trap detecting dog. He walks forward, <laughs> and if the traps kill him, we know there are traps. Yeah, exactly. What are you looking for, Agnes? Uh, I was just looking to... I, I was going to roll occult so I could see if I could figure out what this this room is for. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to suggest it might be for magic. Uh, 15. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, Matt. You see several magical items that you've heard referenced in Tobin's Spirit Guide and Spade's Catalog and other spellcasting books. You see a lot of artifacts. So is this some sort of summoning? You do see you do see objects related to summoning. You see uh, what would be called an orb of Thessala, an orb of holding stuff that may be able to allow people to extend their life, stuff like that. You see definitely stuff that would increase influence, basically the ability to influence people. Wow. Stuff like that. You do see a lot of potions and stuff like that, but they're unmarked. So you don't, you're not quite sure what they do. They smell gross though. The Mm. one does smell suspiciously like Mountain Dew and may actually be Mountain Dew, but you're not sure. Um, (laughs) Um, Dodd, I Bob takes pictures. Okay, so you start taking pictures of everything immediately. Oh, I'm I, I'm documenting it. He makes sure to get the PKE meter and some of the shots to show that the needle is being buried. Um, and I'm going to see like, is there dust in the room? Has stuff been, or is it like regularly used? Regularly used, from what you can tell. In fact, these candles have been lit fairly recently. I'm getting the sneaking okay. suspicion. Like I, I'm only asking because this is the kind of bargain basement occultist we normally deal with. Do the candles have stickers on the bottom and are they from Dollarama? Yes. <laughs> Dollarama and Giant Tiger. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. We are dealing with bargain basement Canadian occultists. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm getting a strange suspicion that this woman is involved somehow. She seemingly came out of nowhere, and anyone that wears their hair like that, I'm sorry, is just going to be a bitch. But Our I- villain could also be Mel Lassman. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody! Uh, um, I think, of course, Bob I think you're just saying that like because Kevin. he's your competition. competition? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody no hates Mel Lassman as much as you do, Bob, Okay. <laughs> Except most of the city of Toronto. You also, actually, everybody roll me brains. <laughs> Tiffany, you can roll occult on okay. this one. 11 with what? a ghost. I got two. 
Okay, so Bob. I was about to say, I see colors, but then Doug rolled a two. You manage to um, to knock over some of the candle goop on the some of the books. So some of the books are probably ruined. But you do come across several. The only way I can describe them as like poster tubes, but they're newer ones. They're all full of blueprints. Hmm. Agnes, while you're looking under some stuff, you find similar tubes. You find maps. Uh, photograph, photograph. Yeah, photo. she's gonna go ahead and do that too, just in case. The maps. Some of them are some old, some older TTC routes. Some are proposed for the Scarborough LRT, which is the light rail transit system. And some of them are just, they're proposed sites, but uh, for like transit or energy or power, but they've never been used. Um, Mike? How would they yes. keep this kind of stuff? After I've taken like a, probably about 100 or 150 photos in here, um, Bob takes the memory card out of his camera, okay. wraps it in a little baggie and shoves it in his underwear <laughs> and then puts a new memory card in. Look, just in case I lose the camera. <laughs> All right, you do as such. You shove it up your butt. Okay, so <laughs> Agnes stops. Didn't say up the butt. The, I just said in the underwear. She looks at the blueprints and the maps and everything and, and says... What the hell does the transit system have to do with this room and all this magic crap? Roll me your occult. Okay. I'm looking for a ludicrously high result. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 12. Out of character. Ooh. I'm relatively sure our transit system either makes up a strange occult diagram or is being used as an interconnective circuit. Oh, my God. You kind of look at the, at the locations between the maps, the diagrams, and basically everything. There's a pattern there, but you're not sure what it is. This is going to warrant further research, isn't it? Photograph, Damn. photograph, photograph. I'm going to need more oh, for Take up my camera, take a photograph, send it to Ray. Actually, I just take a bunch of photographs of my camera and send them to Ray. Mm-hmm. You guys, um, as you guys are sitting there photographing things, you hear a small voice come from behind you. It's um, a man's voice going, oh, shit. Get out of there. Uh, I'm going to suggest we go like now. I don't know who that is, but I this does not bode well. I, um, I, I so is going to walk towards actually... the door, but like she's going to like slowly walk towards the door and try to see who's out there. All right. So you walk towards the door. You see a couple of guys coming down the stairs. They're loaded down with boxes and stuff like that, sort of like they're bringing more stuff to you, but they haven't noticed you. And they haven't noticed that the door to the secret room is open. We we will sneak out and quietly close things behind us. All right. Everybody Uh, roll me your cool to pull uh, this off. Okay. Okay. Bob is going to, I'm going to use con artists in this. Bob's going to begin very loudly talking as if he's berating them and giving them a pep talk at the same time. Oh, holy shit. But you got a ghost. I got a ghost. 26, but I got a ghost. 30. Oh shit. And you got a ghost too. (laughs) Okay. Okay, So you do as such. They look at you going, Hey, what you doing here guys? Um, you know, <laughs> I'm explaining to the team the necessity of proper accounting methodologies. Uh, sit down. I'm going to be. No, no, sit down. I want more of an audience for this one. 
I'm, I'm like looking in a book as if I'm just reading. And it's upside down. It's upside down. No, no, no. I was going to say after several of minutes, I turned the first page, which is just a title page. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, huh. Right. No, 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 sit down. Sit down. Seriously. We, we need to have a talk about how exactly your city is running some of these numbers in here. I mean, look at this invoice here. Look at this invoice. It is not properly accounted for. We should have made an extra 57 cents on it. Oh, my God. I'm going to blow my brains out. The vamp, uh, the goons are like, okay, you know what? We're going to get more stuff off the truck. Just just stay here and shut up. Just Okay, so are, are they walking off then? Yeah, yeah, they're walking okay. upstairs, but you can hear them talk, and they're like, well, should we get them or what? We're leaving now. <laughs> yeah, I think... Is there another exit to the archives other than just up that set of stairs? Just up that specific set of stairs. Okay, so the voice that we heard, was it those two guys or was it something else? It was someone else. Okay, so Agnes is going to address that right now. As soon as they walk up the stairs... She looks at Doug and Bob and says, okay, someone warned us to get out of there. Yeah. I'm fairly sure we know what it is. I consider that. We need to get out of here now. How are we going to get out of there? They just went up the stair, the only exit. I suggest we go up the stairs. Okay. After you, Bob. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I take up my phone and I begin talking. And I'm going to roll con artist. Okay. Um, Bob is making as if he's currently on the phone with his lawyer. All right. And you're just going to just just try and fake it? Yeah. 19. Okay. Uh, Bob is obviously on the phone with his lawyer right now, discussing the fact that he's at the City of Toronto Archives. Um he well at the Archives under City Hall, he's coming up the stairs right now. Um we're going to go out. We're going to get some coffee. But yeah, no, the, I have a lot of things. To, I have a lot of things to tell you, Eduardo, and it's probably going to take the next, you know, 20 minutes or so to fully explain the comprehensive list of issues that are going on here. He's like, uh, OK, um, yeah, sure. I, I, I just are- keep talking as we're walking up the stairs. So basically anyone who's going to who might try to remove us, whack us, make us disappear. If they they could obviously see that now is not an opportune time to do that. Okay, as you guys are heading up the stairs, everybody you feel you feel a pair of hands grab you by the scruff of the neck to stop you from moving, and you hear a voice quietly once again. It's a man's voice saying, "Stop right here and shut up." Eep. Okay. And yeah. So so we so don't actually see anyone. No, you don't no. see a goddamn no. thing. Yeah, I think it's gonna stop. Is there any kind of like sense roll we can make here? As you've got PKE meters, don't you? I have a PKE meter. You gonna use it? Sure. Do it. Well, do I have to roll for it? Ah, uh, yeah. Roll me just brains for it. Okay. Nine. Definitely a presence. Fairly strong one too. Huh. But it's uh, it doesn't have the energy to manifest. But it can definitely move stuff. Hmm. You hear a voice. You hear the same voice come through. Wait a minute. Go out through the motor pool. 
Okay. Okay. Before <laughs> before we get to move, before he lets like the present lets us go, Agnes asks, "Who are you?" He says, "You already know who I am." It's Rocket Richard. <laughs> Wait, does he have a French accent? It does not have a French accent, but you recognize the voice. Oh, is it Rob God. Ford? Don't, yes. don't. No. I was thinking of that. No, it is. Oh my God! I literally thought of that, and I was like, "Now, here's the thing. Everybody, roll me your brains rolls." Okay. Brains. Oh, I, I brains. Five. Fourteen with a ghost, which is really you nice. see without a ghost. You seem to remember. Oh, you seem to remember. The the John Tory telling you stories. So Rob Ford's ghost does still walk the halls of City Hall. Only takes calls from Ward Two. Usually will go out and fix things if they're really small. Keeps the building fairly tidy, but uh, tends to not leave Norm's office or John's office really late at night. But the ghost of Doug Ford, not Doug Ford, Rob Ford, does hang around City Hall, eternally vigilant for Ford Nation. Wow. He's trying to be a good guy in the afterlife. And he always returns phone calls, and that tends to annoy John more often than not, because they're wondering, <laughs> he's wondering, who the hell called you? Um, <laughs> but still, stuff gets fixed. So, yeah. Rob Ford's ghost directs you to go out through the motor pool as you guys get outside you see ecto six ready to go all right let's book it yeah let's go all right you do as such and right on the uh seat of ecto six is one of rob ford's business cards oh my god all right and and with that that brings a conclusion to our two of ghostbusters now hiring What's going to happen to our guys next now that things in Toronto are starting to definitely take a more interesting shape? Well, I guess we'll find out next week right here on the show. So for Terrible Warriors, we have been... Uh, I'm Derek Bart from Chasing the Muse. I'm Tom. Oh. He's an evil genius white from Weird Video Games. And I'm, and I'm Tiffany Ponsolo-Compton. <laughs> now I've been Mike the Birdman Dodd saying, who are you going to call? The Terrible Warriors comes out every Monday and every Thursday. Usually the Monday campaigns are the ones that were done in Toronto, and the Thursday campaigns are the ones that were done in Edmonton. That's how we separate them. Can't let those two sides of Canada get too close to each other in the week. Know what I mean? Well, on Thursday, we're wrapping up Mutant City Blues. It's our police procedural meets mutant X-Men show really turned into an interesting whodunit and Derek promises that this episode, the finale is going to reveal all and it's going to blow your mind and speaking of blowing your mind come back on Monday for the finale to Matrix Extraction where Steve Saylor has well, I know how it ends and it's amazing and that's all I'm gonna say you want to listen to that if you haven't listened to the matrix campaigns up to this point they're all available as playlists at terriblewarriors.com just go to the adventures page it's all there waiting for you Ghostbusters now hiring will return we've got at least one more episode in the can but I think Mike's got plans to continue returning to this adventure over time and in October get ready because we're returning to Ravenloft we've got a whole new campaign from Edmonton it's the Suicide Squad. If you want to see when those are coming out, 
Again, it's at terriblewarriors.com, but this time click the schedules button. If it's on the calendar, it's ready to go. And of course, we're almost done with the month of September. You still have a week left to sign up to our Patreon account. We've got some cool rewards, and when these campaigns are done, they're going to be put into a campaign pack and sent off as a single file, but we've also got some scanned character sheets and behind-the-scenes stuff that we're trying to put together for you, including wallpapers and whatever else we can do, as well as within the next month, when we start recording in October, we're going to be including the names of those who signed on to become non-player characters in the game. Uh, now, they might not come out in October, it's just we're going to record them in October, and then we'll let you know which game you can hear your name in. You don't like those rewards on Patreon? That's fine. Go to Twitter. Let us know. And we'll look into it. We want to make Patreon kind of fun for you. And something that you not just want to support, but also want to be involved in. We're on Twitter. I didn't mention the handle. It's Dice Warriors. Say hi. We'll say hi back. There's like five of us all running the account. So you never know which voice you're going to get. Depends on the time of the day. I work a regular 9 to 5. Mike Dodd never sleeps. Oh right, the credits. Today's Terrible Warriors was Mike the Birdman Dodd, Derek Burrows, Cam Dunn, Tom White, and Tiffany Ann Compton. The music was by Kevin McLeod. The album art was by Steve Saylor. And audio technician editing stuff, that was by Justin Eacock. The Ghostbusters will return the call for one last time in two weeks. And until we meet again, thanks for listening to the Terrible Warriors!